welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. You're listening to The Construction Cut with Taylor Rennick. Here, you'll get the latest news in construction in 15 minutes or less. Let's dive into the show. Welcome back to The Construction Cut. I'm your host, Taylor. This week, we're covering changes to the law regarding independent contractors, the incoming wave of COVID-19-related penalties and fines on job sites, and the positive news hat trick that the construction industry scored last week. It is Monday, September 28th. Let's dive in. While the U.S. Department of Labor was in the news last week after proposing a change to the long-standing federal independent contractor rule, the rule change was created in an effort to bring consistency and clarity to employers when deciding who is an employee and who is an independent contractor. The proposed change to the rule includes what the Department of Labor is calling a economic reality test. The economic reality test was created to help decide whether individuals are actually in business for themselves or if they rely on the employer for their livelihood. The economic reality test, as the Construction Dive reported, has two parts. One, whether the person in question has the opportunity for profit or loss, and two, to what degree they control the work they perform. The DOL is also including guidance on other factors that can be used to determine an employee's eligibility, things like the level of skill required to perform the job, their performance of the worker-employee relationship, and whether the work is done as, quote, part of an integrated unit of production. The guidance and new law come after a tumultuous decade of employee misclassification, Think of those contractors that deny overtime to their team because they are technically independent contractors, or those who deny things like workers' compensation, healthcare, or other standard benefits. The thing, though, is that this is all happening at the federal level. So, at the end of the day, the status of construction contractors and their workers will largely depend on the state in which they operate. Think things like minimum wage or marijuana laws. So, in states without laws governing independent contractors, the federal law will stand in for a lack of state law. Speaking of laws, we are starting to see the first of, I assume, many states starting to fine contractors and construction-related companies for not following COVID-19 safety protocols on job sites. The Michigan Occupational Safety and Health Administration, or MIOSHA, Myosha, has fined 19 companies for serious COVID-19 safety violations, issuing fines of more than $50,000. Myosha cited the companies under their general duty clause, which, at the state level, requires all employers to provide a workplace that is safe from well-known and recognized hazards that should jeopardize their safety on the job. Miosha issued citations on things like failing to maintain social distancing when possible, not having a COVID-19 preparedness plan and response plan, not training employees on COVID-19, and failing to maintain or retain records of daily health screenings. The state of Michigan is the one handing down the general duty clause violations in this case. This is used when there is not a safety standard specific to the condition being cited. Since the coronavirus pandemic falls into that category in most states and at the federal level, that was the citation handed down to the 19 companies. According to attorney Philip Russell, states are handing down the citations themselves because OSHA, at the federal level, aren't developing a rigid standard that the states can abide by. 
Russell told the construction dive, quote, The problem with coming up with a safety standard specific to COVID-19 is that it would be like trying to hit a moving target. Since the advice coming from health agencies like the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is still evolving. Russell goes on to say, quote, How do you write a standard and describe what an employer should be doing such that the standard could be enforced with regulatory legal authority? I think it's an incredibly difficult, if not impossible, task, he said. And speaking of following laws, and because I can't resist porting on fraud cases, Stephen Dukes of HD Custom Homes in Charlotte was arrested last week after being accused of scamming dozens of people expecting to move into properties built by the company. Officials say there are 52 cases regarding the Charlotte-based company who is accused of having unsuspecting homeowners sign contracts for new homes and often paying a deposit on that new home only to receive nothing in return. Others were given the keys to a new home, but that home still had several unfinished projects, rendering them unlivable. They walked away, said a woman who bought a house from the company. We loved the design. That's why we went with them. But they walked away. They walked away at 41% complete, which basically meant we had walls and trusses. We had no shingles on the roof, and we had no windows. The owners of the company faced 13 charges total, including 12 counts of misapplication of construction funds and one count of scheming to defraud. If you've followed Builder Funnel for even a little bit, you know we're huge believers in the inbound marketing methodology. One of the most important phases is the client delight phase. By delighting customers, you turn them into promoters of your business and your brand. The only way to get people to go out of their way to sing your praises is to wow them throughout the process. This is something the guys over at Billbook are helping you do. Better communication leads to better outcomes. And that means communication at every level. Daily logs, client selections, punch lists, and change orders. Today, that communication gets super fragmented between email, text, and phone calls. And inevitably, things fall through the cracks. With BuildBook, everything funnels through one simple app, keeping everyone on the same page and your clients filled with delight. No more digging through texts or random emails looking for client approvals. Just one place to see everything going on with a project. And as a reminder, they're offering a special deal to all Builder Funnel Radio listeners. Hit pause right now and text BUILDBOOK to 33777 for a free trial of the software plus 45% off the first year. All right, let's get back to the show. Well, new data released last week is giving the construction industry a positive affirmation moving into the last quarter of 2020. New data is showing that construction starts, jobs, and backlog all netted gains, reversing the overtly negative trends that have shown through in 2020. According to a report analyzed by the construction dive, non-residential building starts increased by 16%, while non-building construction, i.e. infrastructure projects, rose an incredible 40% in August. Additional data is showing that the construction industry has recovered 59% of the jobs lost earlier in the year. The numbers give experts comfort. Some are even going as far to say that construction has rebounded better and quicker from the pandemic than any other industry. A spokesman from Marcom was quoted saying, The industry has rebounded faster than any other economic segment. If an infrastructure bill gets approved in the near future, 
we can look forward to long-term growth for the construction industry. The trio of positive numbers came after a long summer of economic doom and gloom. The three stats mentioned, jobs, backlog, and profitability, all stalled out earlier this year when the pandemic forced mass cancellations or holds on projects. Experts are also pointing to the construction industry's classification as essential work, and as the primary reason the industry was able to bounce back quicker than those in other industries that were deemed unessential. They point to construction's unemployment rate, which is currently lower than that of the national average. Experts are also excited about the rise in backlog, which is an indicator of strong demand moving forward. Well, another sign of life moving forward is the demand for new warehouse space. This year, several cities around the U.S. are on track for a record amount of new warehouse space, driven in large part by online shopping, exacerbated by the pandemic. The Daily Record, out of Ohio, reported on the new construction taking over central Ohio last week, reporting that in the first half of the year, 5.8 million square feet of industrial space was built and another 8.8 million square feet is under construction. If you care to guess how much land that actually is, it's about the equivalent of 80 new Walmart stores or 21 NBA arenas. And that's just in Ohio. A spokesman for a commercial real estate firm told the Daily Register, quote, e-commerce is driving all the growth we're seeing in the industrial market, nationally and here in Columbus. The big difference is how we shop and what we expect in terms of home delivery. It's a totally different world than what we saw before the pandemic. And while some of the warehouses in Ohio and other parts of the country are being occupied by names we know, like Amazon, Walmart, and Kohl's, the majority of companies leasing or buying this new warehouse space is relatively unknown. But experts are saying that the types of companies leasing the space deal in all industries with one representative saying that, quote, everything from home goods to construction, auto, food, you name it. What's changed is just how quickly companies need space. When you look at the pent-up demand we're experiencing, it's hard for some companies to keep up with the growth. They want the space in 30 to 60 days when it used to be six to nine months, end quote. Well, thank you all so much for tuning into the Construction Cut. It has been a pleasure as always. If you're enjoying the show, we'd love it if you gave us a review and subscribe to the show here on Builder Funnel Radio. If you're listening on an iPhone, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, or if you're on an Android, you can subscribe on Spotify, or you can even have Siri subscribe for you if you're on an iPhone. It's it's the best. So if you're using any sort of device to listen to this, subscribe. That'd be great. All right, guys, make sure to check out the show notes for additional resources and links and other things related to COVID-19 and the construction industry. We will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Construction Cut on Builder Funnel Radio. If you got value out of today's episode, please do one of two things for me. Share it with a friend by clicking the share button in your podcast player and then texting it or emailing it to them. Or leave us a review. This is a free podcast, so spreading the word really helps us keep Builder Funnel Radio going. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.